You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that speaks to the people behind the movements, organisations and ideas that are shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Hello, Patty. Hello, Joey. <laughs> How's the surf been, mate? Yeah, I had a great surf yesterday. Did you? Yeah, Did I feel you? all the better for it. Nice. Did yeah. it leave you uh, reflecting on some questions? Yeah, it left me reflecting on lots of questions. Nice. Number one being, why don't I get more surfs like that? <laughs> it's true, isn't it? It's the inevitable <laughs> surf. Yeah, yeah, I would like to see a data set on it, but it'll keep me going back for more. No yeah. yeah, yeah. well, it's interesting because you can, I guess, have data on your surf. So in terms of kind of all these apps and stuff that are coming out, but would you find that distracting? I was actually thinking about that hmm. because family different requirements coming into different stages of life and i was wondering yeah. paddling out like, what's the time what's the fam up to yeah. but then i just was like oh this is the one opportunity i have in life where i don't feel measured or uh, other than myself i'm always measuring myself i think <laughs> i'm trying yeah. to escape that yeah but i was like i should have a, a watch on my hand and i could see if there's anything urgent Sister-in-law's about to go into birth. There's yep. a few things, but I just really relish the moment of just floating, getting tumbled, getting yep. in my own little world, um, helped by the ocean, just getting in me in there. I mm-hmm. had a few waves that held me down a bit yesterday, and they're hard to come by, and I actually really relished it. So Did you? Yeah. I'm not going to get a, a data metric calculator or collector on my wrist anytime soon no no i tend to be the same with surfing for sure so it's kind of it's uh you know i think it's yeah certainly one of my kind of first first questions is really about exactly that so does kind of having um data points on something that is kind of is not mystical but is certainly kind of special is it actually better left unmeasured so kind of actually having kind of those those points what does that actually do to to the experience because do you tell the story so for example with surfing would you come back and tell me that you swam 2k's yesterday and that your average speed was 31k's on a on a wave if it was um i wouldn't know but <laughs> certainly probably i've never gone 31k's on a wave maybe to the bottom maybe yeah. to the bottom perhaps once yeah. or twice on something a little bit oversized but <clears throat> saying that you probably wouldn't tell me that story like that. You probably wouldn't have started, you know, talking about the surf that you had yesterday through the lens of data. So one of the questions I've been thinking a lot about, does it take away the magic? Hmm. Well, I think it's a question when you started saying hmm. that, I was like, well, an interesting question that you could ask of data and tell a story from it is um, who does take out a data point to capture that and what does that say about people Hmm. and using that as a metric but yeah i suppose the actual activity of it yeah does it take away from it yeah Um, yeah it's an interesting question yeah so certainly that's been one thing one thing that i've been pondering what what about yourself so i think what do we get we get three we get three three questions each yeah yeah Yeah. i really did the overview i was just what is data storing compared to just storytelling um yeah. other than you've got these data points metrics but what makes it so different um and really want to dig in there about how to battle your own biases and want to chat to an individual expert in the field who does a lot of this and want to hear some of their methodologies around fighting their own biases coming into telling a data story because i think that still comes through 
And yeah. how do you do that? And what are your meth- methods to sweep those biases aside? Gotcha. So you're kind of interested in um, the the bias, the inherent bias that is that is natural in all of yeah, us. Yeah, even if you're looking the, at a data set. Yeah. 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 yeah, and what is different about that process to just telling an everyday story or representing something different that isn't data storytelling? Yeah, so does it change it? Yeah, does it actually does it actually change it? Yeah, that, I think that's really interesting because it's the the kind of it's not that even the bias is unconscious. Like even in journalism, one of the things that you have to wrap your own head around in writing a story is actually that you have your own bias right in terms of actually how that how that comes across and being able to kind of represent multiple viewpoints is actually a skill so is that um part of data storytelling i wonder it's a good question hmm yeah, I'm looking forward to finding it out. Nice, nice. Cool. Um, so my second question, I, you know, is really, I've been thinking a lot kind of what we were talking about last time around this this idea of kind of the the mythology and the kind of the search for meaning that is actually in, in humans and kind of the, the, you know, there's a lot of theory around why we do that. So even kind of, you know, going all the way back to kind of like boiler and attachment theory and the fact that, you know, we're kind of always looking um, to kind of reconnect with, um, I mean, he goes as far as to kind of talk about that it's all about kind of your bond to your mother in terms of that you're kind of then, as you go into the world, you're seeking that same wholeness that that you found, you know, even before you're actually aware. I mean, that's that's a bit of a rabbit hole for, for, what, for what we're talking about. Um, it's not early childhood development course that we're, we were chatting through. But what I'm what I'm kind of interested in is that this kind of this search for meaning and kind of mythology and how we actually actually create that and. You know, a lot of that is then about kind of in narrative. I'm really interested in it about kind of, you know, building out on the, the first question around how does how does data actually intersect with that with that narrative? So there's a lot of kind of, you know, whether it's a whether it's a story arc, so kind of like Joseph Campbell's kind of classic like the heroes or the heroine's journey, you know, in terms of actually kind of the going through different different stages. I'm wondering about how that plays out in a in a data storytelling sense. Yeah, okay, from the start in terms of getting the structure, the narrative structure there. Yeah, yeah. So kind of how does that like how does that actually come come into it? Because there's there has to be a process of of sense making, but ultimately, you know, humans we're conditioned because, you know, of this, yeah, I mean there's lots of different different kind of theories as to why, but we're quite often looking to fill the void. And in doing that, we we have a propensity to believe in myth, right? We've we've celebrated I mean it goes, you know, it goes all the mm-hmm. way back through through history, but I mean kind of it's all the myths are ultimately about telling us a story and te- either telling us an enlightening tale, a cautionary tale. There's some level of kind of wisdom to it. And I'm just I'm interested in kind of how does data fit in into that so if you were to is, redo is it like, myth crushing or myth building yeah is that- maybe that's a better way to put it and yeah it does it actually create the chapters like it would in you know kind of a classic story arc does it yeah. need one right does it actually kind of work better in in that sense or is it even a thing like am i kind of naive to think about it that way i don't know from my sense i don't that- reckon you are but i'm looking forward mm. to hearing yeah i think that's the yeah. art when we were talking about this last week mm. it's the art but yeah that's to which I think I think a lot of analytics get lost in just telling you the end, but it's being able to bring you on that journey to make sense of it. But yeah, that's I'm true. Forward. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I guess you know, just kind of um, yeah, it's just making me think that that our point we were touching on last last time is that is that about like the reveal and kind of like is there misdirection? Um, oh, in there, in there, yeah, to get so the of, hooks and get 
yeah. you along the narrative, is yeah. there a bit of magic to get you there? Yeah, and, and is you- that in is that in like the best kind of? Because yeah. I mean, it's certainly it's evolving in terms of the way that data is used to kind of paint a picture, so to speak. But I'm just curious about kind of how that's done. Yeah, yeah. Is it ethic? Is it well, just how it's done? Yeah, yeah. Oh, just right. how? Yeah, more how it's done. Like yeah. I'm not the ethics of it i think i think it's you know it's human it's yeah. human to tell story so it's i'm just kind of but data is, is also kind of it's a human human creation but yet it's it's not mythical it's actual so i'm kind of i'm interested just interested yeah, just yeah, curious I'm to kind of put that question across around that one as well i probably I have to clarify few, the question a little bit yeah but, but i really just got a lot around that yeah yeah that'll be fun to have a swim under the water and yeah, what's under a few rocks yeah. with another in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think, you know, I guess kind of like my homework out of this is to just clarify that a little bit. But I think the yeah. I, the idea of the kind of, yeah. the idea about how like it forms kind of narrative arc um, is is the broad area. Yeah, I like that one. To look at. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. The next one would be where is data storytelling going? Like mm. what is yeah. data story in the future and where's where's it find its place? A lot of the research I did through this week was really just looking on the back end of where I was coming from it from last week is what industries it intersects with and what uh, use cases it has. And it has a variety, but it's moving at a fast pace and people are pulling it this way and that way. And no one has a grip on really what it is. It's a very tangible, fluid concept, I think, that can lend itself to a lot. But I would like to hear someone who's been in the field, an expert in the field for five years um, and maybe chatted to a lot of other people who are also practicing hmm. just what it means and where they see it going. Uh, I'm interested to hear their forecast. Yeah, and I'm really glad you're asking that because like, even like when I've been researching it is that it feels a bit like kind of um, things like kind of design thinking and kind yeah. of that sort of stuff yeah. where, you know, really that didn't have, um, it didn't have a home until, for example, like, you know, kind of like Stanford with D school kind of coming out of um, the guys from audio in terms of kind of that, that whole process of kind of, you know, ultimately that was an industrial design um, kind of skill set in terms of kind of looking at it, you know, if you're going to build a, a printer, then why don't you think about all the issues that the user of that printer is actually going to have and then build the product in in that manner because it feels like it's borrowing from a lot of disciplines but when I've looked around it's not like you go there's no institute for data storytelling you know that's kind of at you know like MIT or anything like that like there's little labs and there's people kind of talking about like data visualization and all of this so getting a perspective from an expert I think on like is it going to become institutionalized is it going to become a skill set yeah. like um like design thinking has for example yeah because it sits in marketing it sits in analytics it sits in a whole different area so yeah as you say i'm just yeah. fascinated i don't know if they'll have the answers but they'll definitely have a perspective and looking forward to hearing yeah that yeah, yeah yeah no it's true and there's it's that contrast i guess it's um if I can add like a little B to your kind of um, question, question two is like, it's more, maybe we should ask them about that. Like, it's not, um, it's not a discipline, but maybe it's a perspective, right? So maybe it's multidiscipline, but it's actually, you know, you kind of see a lot of this at, at the moment, you know, you, you know, just going back to the design thinking example is certainly probably the strongest, but it's more a perspective, right? Within it, but it's multidisciplinary in terms of how it gets built. It's true. It's probably mm-hmm. a good thing to strengthen it. You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that speaks to the people behind the movements, organisations and ideas that are shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Your hosts, 
Patrick Beggs of Per Production, a production house that works with organisations to create media that strengthens culture and communicates that culture to the world. And Joe Rogers, CEO of The Contenders, a brand agency famous for crafting brands which deliver results for those who work for them, shop for them and support them. For more information, head to baupod.co. If you find this podcast insightful, please help us by telling a friend and rating us on iTunes. Thank you. Now back to our conversations. And what was what was your last question? I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> it's all right. No, front. mate, it's all good. It's good. Do you want me to go? Um, no, that was it. It was actually I put this down as the first one. Yeah. And what is the most important element of data storytelling? Yeah. And we sort of touched on this with this conversation, but I feel like it's going to go on too. It's the data or the ability to tell the story and communicate the story that's there or find the story or maybe it's the ability to ask an intriguing question that yeah. starts you on the journey of the data because the data can be anything it can be boring as hell or it can be great so it really is touching on that point mm. where you were going and that's yeah. the perspective that the person who's creating or the people that are creating the narrative yeah is being able to share that perspective and communicate it effectively or mm. is it the interesting data set so well, yeah. So the, the kind of I've definitely at that. got my bias coming into this, yeah. but um, <laughs> I want to hear another. But maybe maybe that's kind of where where we start off the mm. chat is kind of just thinking about kind of like the the definition of of the actual area and kind of breaking down like we we're talking about last time those three kind of three component component words because there's the there's the data there's the story and then there's the telling, and it feels like that's kind of an interesting kind of probe um, to that to that question in terms of definition like how skewed would um yeah the kind of the the expert make it towards um kind of you know whether that's kind of is it more data is it more story or is it more tell or is it you know equals yeah Yeah. i know so curious to hear about that and curious to hear what other people feel on that one as well nice nice cool how about number three for you so my my last one um perhaps going to be a little bit abstract but i I think i think it's i think it's getting there well you never know um what it, what I've been also kind of reading is that so the kind of data sets are actually informing a new type of intelligence. So in terms of kind of from an AI um, perspective, you know, we're actually we're actually because of the data that we actually consume, we're now able to kind of create like pseudos for kind of being being human. And so this ability for data, can data tell stories um, in terms of actually, you know, the data points actually being able to start to talk. So for example, there's now software that kind of actually can help you write books, um, can kind of actually be predictive in terms of how narrative is actually starting starting to go. So I'm kind of interested to get that perspective as well about kind of how um, is that part of the discipline in terms of or the kind of you know this this area this way of looking at the world Um, and almost in some ways it's kind of you know, this is where it does get a little bit kind of like <laughs> abstract is that we're kind of creating, you know, we were talking about this last time, we're almost creating like new totems for ourselves, mm. right? So this kind of, this idea about finding, um, you said this last time and it's kind of kind of left a lasting impression in my head, like it's this search for beauty and there's a resolution in, in these things. But the machine is actually doing that. So yes, there's an operator putting those things together, but it's a machine construct. So yeah, I'm kind of interested, not in a like a, maybe more in a Blade Runner sense than like a Terminator sense in terms of like, I don't think it's like the end of the world, but I do think there's, there's things happening, right? Mm. And it's all changing so 
quick. So I just kind of want to get a sense of um, where this is actually heading. Yeah. And maybe, maybe pose that through the lens of uh, artificial intelligence. What happens when the data can actually tell its own story? Well, I'm so glad you've mm. answered that. I yeah. think that'll be a good one, top and tail, starting with mm. that question that we just um, posed before yeah. about the elements. Is it one, two, or three, or equals? Yeah. And then with this, I think we'll really round it up about where is it heading in the future and what is it with AI? Because that really says the same thing in a different sense. Because if you're a data data storyteller, someone has to program the AI anyway. Yeah, true. true. Um, And so that's sort of that intersection. Where is the AI sitting in there? Hmm. What is that in the process? And is there an extra part of the process in the storytelling? Is there the question or the at the start that's the key element yeah and it's kind of yeah because it just makes me think like a lot about like even like how like video game kind of platforms and that sort of stuff works is that that's all becoming multi-directional depending Mm. on how you behave and interact with it the machine behind it there's you know there's 20 different Mm -hmm. kind of ways it can actually actually go so you know i think we touched on this last time it's kind of the the um the holodeck kind of uh, analogy which you know i i think will inevitably get to in terms of this kind of immersive reality. But the idea when the data starts to tell its own story, kind of interesting. But is it telling its own story? I don't know. Is it? It must be. It could. Yeah. Can it have, well, can it have bias, right? I guess that's the, maybe that's the other thread that goes through the the questioning is that. I reckon in a story, there's always a dance. There's always a two. There's never a one. There's the audience in the story. But we would be the audience. Yeah, I know, but I think that the audience helps guide things. Whenever you're telling Mm. a story, you've got to think of your audience. True. Yeah. And so, I don't know, it depends. I mean, would the AI have a bias? These were all very deep questions. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, maybe that's a little bit too narrow. But I love it. It's narrow, but open. Yeah, like it's it's implicit in terms of that it it probably has to. It probably has to have bias. Yeah. It does it. Yeah. It can't be. It has to be because the data. Oh God, we're really digging deep. But the um, the the data in theory is actually has bias already in it because yeah. we have biases as human beings. That's true. But our behavior actually, like what we do and what's recorded, is just what we do. Well, that makes the data set that you're using is maybe more pure. It's more pure, but more yeah. um, serious in the question of the telling. Yeah. True. True. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's fun yeah. to go here. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll take a Does anyone back. else have any questions <laughs> yeah, out there? Joe and I have had a ball doing this. Yeah, yeah. And we we started this process and we wanted to ask we did. the listeners and viewers if they, yeah. if you have any questions about mm. data storytelling yeah. that we haven't covered that you think could work or be able to ask an expert in the field. It's a, it's a fluid place as we've gone through with this. So if you do send them in, we'd love to pose a couple um, we might not be able to get to them all, but we'd definitely love to get to some of them. Yeah, and I think what we said was that um, we'll try to kind of knock out one or or two, like depending on the amount of kind of like the, the questioning that comes back. But certainly if you have a perspective on making what we've been speaking about a little bit clearer or there's something else that we should be asking or something in what we're saying that is better po- posed another way, then, then let us know. All right. All right, cool. Well, we'll yeah, until next week. um, We'll have expert in the field to answer all these questions. Maybe one day we'll have an AI in the room and we'll be able to ask these questions. Perhaps, yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that is... Siri? You know? (laughs) Well, it's Siri the new god. But anyway, that's for a whole other area. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Pat, till next time. Till next time. (laughs) All right, cheers, bye. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to BAU, Business as Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's B-A-U-P-O-D-C-O.